Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. An ongoing DOJ investigation into some of the allegations that they have been putting out. Yeah, the fact that um, if indeed the result out of court today is there's clear understanding on both sides that there is ongoing investigation into Hunter Biden, that fits beautifully mm-hmm. into the Republican frame. You have to understand, uh, you noted Kevin McCarthy, the speaker, talking, the laying the groundwork for an impeachment inquiry, which goes back to these issues as well, because the whole impeachment inquiry that he wants to set up here is about Biden's business dealings, Hunter Biden's business dealings. And if indeed Joe Biden in any way uh, as vice president uh, may have interfered in some way or exerted influence for the benefit of his son or his family. They haven't produced any evidence that that is uh, the situation yet. But now add in ongoing investigation to Hunter Biden and it allows them to portray a picture entering into the campaign season to start chipping away at Joe Biden's character. That's the entire sort of premise here. That's the goal of what they want to do. They want to muddy up Joe Biden in the minds of voters ahead of the reelection. No, David Chalayan of CNN. Joe Biden is muddied up and we need to know whether or not it was criminal. See the difference? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Man, the spin. The spin is remarkable. But there are ongoing investigations, aren't there? There are issues about Hunter Biden. And, of course, we've got the manipulation of Corinne Jean-Pierre's language, which we will get into in even more detail. But the deal, the plea deal falling apart yesterday, and it did. They go into court. The judge asks a basic question. Uh, Are there other ongoing investigations, and does this plea deal cover it? The DOJ says, no, there could be other charges on other things. The Hunter Biden team loses their mind. They say, just tear up this agreement because they wanted blanket immunity. They then come back with a second plea deal, and the judge is like, I can't buy into this. There are real questions here. No plea deal. Hunter Biden pleads not guilty. He is released. He fills out a form. He has to go get a job. I mean, that's part of the conditions of the release. We could have another plea deal today, for all I know. But let's dig into the idea that the plea deal didn't stick. And people asking a legitimately good question, how is that even possible? How is it possible that in open court there could be a disagreement about the terms of the agreement? So Saul Weisenberg is a Fox News contributor and a defense attorney. He is not the only one who has come up with this theory, and and, and I, on the show yesterday, hinted about this. Did the DOJ and the Biden legal team just try and pull a fast one on a judge? The conversation here is about the totality of uh, the, the plea deal. And did it offer immunity 
to all things. Misdemeanor uh, on tax fraud, pretrial diversion on the gun charge. Not a felony on the tax fraud and a felony on the gun charge. But were there other things in the plea deal that would have allowed for no other charges to be brought because, oh, we already made a plea. Sorry, all done. When asked by the judge, the DOJ said no, he could be charged with other things. And that's when Hunter's team went crazy. How dare you? We'll tear this up right now. You told the prosecutor you're going to tear up the plea deal? The, the the normal prosecutor, according to William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, goes, okay, let's go to trial. Let's go. We're offering you the plea deal. You want to tear it up? Let's go to work. So, either this is astounding incompetence, according to Saul Weisenberg, or corruption on the DOJ's part which is something that I brought up yesterday because you brought it up yesterday. The rational person goes, wait a second, wait a second here. I cannot tell you with certitude that this is what the DOJ did. I I, I cannot do that. But if you think I trust the Department of Justice, you're nuts. What does it look like? It looks like they were trying to get this past the judge and they would claim that this was uh, immunity from everything for Hunter Biden and the DOJ would be like, wait, what, what, is that what it said? Oh, that's what it said? Oh. Because uh, there would be a reason to say, well, the, the, we, we don't side with the government here. We side with, with, with the individual. We side with the citizen. With the citizen. This is deeper than we think. And people who engage uh, the legal profession with legitimacy, not with a political bent, are going to ask real questions here. And if this judge feels that she, they attempted to hoodwink her, what's her response going to be? Not being a judge, I don't know if I have the proper answer, but let me ask you the basics. Do you think a judge likes to be lied to? Do you think a judge likes to be lied to? It is my take that judges do not like to be lied to. That's my take. That's my theory. Sorry, this thing falling apart is incompetence or corruption. I believe that's correct. Now, uh, I believe it's Hanlon's razor uh, that says never attribute uh, to malice what could easily be attributed to incompetence. In this case, I don't know. I think I'd, I think I'd go for malice. We're going to follow up in the days ahead. We're all going to watch it happen.